LA is our house. This is episode 96, and I am here with Lewis. Hey, what's up, everybody? And I'm David, and uh, producer Bobby is still out. Uh, uh, we have his um, GoFundMe page up on our Twitter page. Uh, go check it out, please, if you can. Give even $5, $3. Give a dollar if, if, if uh, that's all you can give. Uh, so far, the people that have already contributed, uh, we've seen a, a huge, huge help, and people are retweeting us. Uh, Cosmo retweeted the the GoFundMe page, which is which was awesome. Uh, Madame Serrano uh, retweeted us a couple of times, which is good. Um, so uh, we're you know we're we're just waiting. Uh, Josh Guestman of uh, Corner of the Galaxy was very nice enough to donate, so we thank you, and and Bobby sends us thank yous. Um, and he's uh, he's you know he's getting through it going day by day. Yeah, uh, very thankful that um, uh, we we reached out to our uh, Galaxy family and we knew that they would not disappoint. And uh, glad to report that y- you guys have not disappointed. Uh, thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, uh, Bobby appreciates it. The the family appreciates it. Uh, anyone who has donated or even uh, retweeted. Um, to spread the word, uh, we very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you so very much. Uh, can't stress that enough, how much that uh, means to uh, us and especially Bobby. Um, uh, just, uh, yeah, th- thank yous all around. That's all, that's all I can yeah. really say. Uh, this this one's for you guys. There we go. There we go. There we go. Now we can get this thing started. Woo. Here we go. Uh, Lewis, we have, since we last convened, we talked about uh, on the last show. We talked about how uh, if the galaxy go out and stri- sign a striker, um, was it the, was it a power play? No, no, no. Sorry, it was a grand <laughs> slam. It was a grand slam. Uh, I had trouble with the uh, the the analogy there. Uh, thanks to our friends from uh, Straight from the Stands for uh, pointing that one out. Um, the galaxy went out and and. and Hit a homer, right? Uh, they hit a grand slam. They definitely did. We said that the missing piece was the ever important uh, striker, uh, a position that we all knew, including Siggy, um, had to be filled uh, in the off season, and uh, they finally got their striker in Ola Kamara. Um, what, um, what a signing uh, to get the uh, the third leading score in the past two seasons. 34 goals in two seasons, 17 goals a season. Yeah, we'll gladly take that. Uh, thank you very oh, yeah. much. Yeah. And uh, if that wasn't hitting a grand slam, if that wasn't enough, there were rumors that we had to give up a draft pick in order to get this done. There were rumors that we might have to uh, send uh, Boateng in with a package to get this trade done, uh, along with Zardes and allocation money. And it kind of seemed that, oh, you know what, we're going to have to give up a little bit more. And I'm sure that everybody was willing to do so. And lo and behold, all we had to do was give up Jazzy Zardes and 400000 in allocation money. We kept our draft pick. We kept the player that we drafted, and we didn't have to give up any other player on our roster. Wow. Fantastic business. Fantastic bit of business. They must have heard um, that po- I, uh, our podcast last week and took up my uh, um, make them an offer they can't refuse uh, tactic because I don't know how this was possibly done. This was an absolute steal. It kind of reminds me of the... Uh, the deal the Lakers made about uh, like a decade ago where they brought in a uh, Gasol for absolutely nothing. And everyone thought like the, the Lakers had cheated. Uh, was it the Grizzlies and the entire league? Um, because they just became a power overnight with that single trade. Well, the galaxy all of a sudden had become Western conference contenders with that single trade in Ola Kamara. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, I should point out that, uh, but I believe there's also an additional hundred thousand dollars in TAM if Ola scores more than twenty goals this season. Um, no, 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 it's twelve. It's twelve, twelve more than it's 12, twelve goals. It's well, actually it's more than eleven. So as soon as he hits the twelve goal mark, we send another hundred k in uh, 
to uh, to Columbus. Probably gladly, right? Because that means we're we're winning. Unless he scores them all in one game, then that would that would be terrible. <laughs> or uh, he's the only one who's scoring, and he's only <laughs> scored twelve goals. You know, there's many ways to spin that. But no, um, we will gladly take twelve goals in the season, spread out. Um, as I said last week, the offensive load. Uh, is going to be off of Allison Genie's shoulder this year. And I think that uh, the signing of Kamara definitely reinforces that uh, opinion. Um, it looks like he's going to have uh, most of the load. Uh, I think a lot of the the midfielders are going to be looking for him. He's a playmaker. He's a goal scorer. Um, I, it's certainly not going to be uh, running through Allison Genie anymore so much as... Uh, going through Kamara. Uh, I hope that Siggy does have, um, obviously he has several weapons. He has, and I said that, he's going to have Legit. He's going to have Allison Dream. He's going to have Kamara. He can have uh, Emma coming off the bench. You can have Gio if Kamara um, is to make him a better player. You're going to have Jonah going back and forth. We're going to have Kitchen uh, staying in the back and protecting uh, both Jonah and the back line. Um, It does look like this offense um, could be potentially very dangerous and one of the best uh, in the Western Conference. Absolutely. Uh, one thing. One thing that we we all noted uh, was uh, last year in the the year that as good a year as Kamara had, he had Iguain and Santos feeding him the ball. And this year, he's going to have uh, not just one Santos, but uh, I guess four Santos. Quad Santos, uh, feeding him the ball along with Leggett, along with with uh, uh, Alessandrini, Boateng, um, and, uh, and and Kitchen back there to uh, to clean up the mess. So it's it's a good, it's an excellent signing. It's uh, the the Galaxy at least in their starting eleven look to be really really solid. Uh, of course, assuming that the uh, the new the incoming players adapt to MLS well and uh and you know everybody stays healthy let's knock on wood there um, right and, the, and that's, those are actually those are actually the two questions that are probably the most important uh going into the season um and by the way preseason ha- has officially started it started yes as of this recording it started yesterday yep everybody wanted um, to camp yesterday yep so so we are uh we're counting down the uh the March 4th season opener um, but the, the two biggest questions that I have personally uh, about this team is, um, number one, can they stay healthy? I think it's probably one of the more important questions because you get all these signings, you have all these players, and that's great. But if that injury bug decides to set up camp in the Galaxy locker room the way it did last season, it's not going to get us that far. Um, granted that we have better depth this year than we did last year, um, it's still not something that you want to happen to your team at any point during the season. Uh, it's not something, uh, it's not, the regular season is not some, uh, a place where you want to test the depth uh, the whole way through. Um, you want these players to stay healthy. Um, the other question is, can they play together? You got at least seven new starters. Uh, we went over that potential starting lineup uh, last uh, in the last podcast. Uh, now with Kamara in there, uh, I think we officially have a set 11. Um, if Legette does uh, get the clearance, if he is uh, fit to play um, and Siggy thinks he's ready to go, um, he will definitely be the starter. If not, you can put Emma in there. Um, but you have seven guys that are brand new. They got to get used to each other. They got to get chemistry going. And like you said, uh, they have to be um, assimilated to MLS and its style of play. It's going to be different uh, coming from, uh, you know, uh, one guy's coming from England and the other other guy's coming from Norway. Um, So it's going to be definitely a a change in style. So, yeah, you want to make sure that uh, they get assimilated quicker uh, than uh, other Galaxy players have. And that they're able to play together. Uh, the chemistry is extremely important. So, and uh, hopefully that locker room is, um, you know, on better terms than they were last year. I, w- I would be I would be remiss if uh, if if we didn't have some parting thoughts for for Jesse's artist. Um, the year that he had last year aside, uh, you know, Jesse he was technically a homegrown. He spent about. 
um, six months with the academy before he went to uh, UC Santa Barbara and then uh, and then came came back on a homegrown deal to to sign with the Galaxy. Um, one of one of the first projects that we had, uh, certainly a charismatic guy uh, off the field. He uh, he was very much involved with. Uh, his hometown of Hawthorne, the community. He did a lot, a lot of really good volunteer work um, all throughout LA, but especially in Hawthorne. There's two murals of him uh, in in parks uh, in the LA area. Um, the guy, you know, uh, got married and had two kids uh, while he was with the team. Uh, finished his degree last year at uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills, where the Galaxy plays. Uh, I mean, you know, say, say what you will about the type of player or the talent level. Um, the guy was a, he truly was ingrained in the LA culture of the galaxy. Yeah, definitely. Um, here's a guy who, um, pretty much spent his entire soccer career down in Southern California. Um, he definitely, is going to be remembered as a uh, as a Galaxy player. He he pretty much embodies once a G, always a G. Um, this is a perfect example. Um, I know that um, for me personally, I had a lot of criticism of Jazzy Zardes and his play, um, but I understood what he he did bring to the team while he was here. Um, I'm obviously not disappointed that he uh, was traded off uh, because we, well, we upgraded. And, you know, that's all you can really ask for. If you're going to get rid of somebody, at least find a better uh, replacement for him. Um, yeah. Unlike AJ last year, you know, this one actually, um, it seems that people were okay with it. Uh, this is how you do it. If you're going to get a uh, a player that is, you know, spend his entire career as a Galaxy as a Galaxy guy, this is one of the ways that um, you send them off. Uh, he needs to change the scenery as well. Um, he he could definitely use that you know that uh, that reset button, and yeah. I hope he finds it in uh, Columbus, Austin. Well, um, Columbus Austin. is saying Columbus is saying that they're really happy with the move and that they think that uh, Giassi is a top player in the league. Uh, Frederico Iguain certainly said as much on media day. Said that. Um, he really likes Giassi. He thinks he's a really good player, and uh, he's looking forward to playing with him. Um, Columbus if, is saying the same thing. If if they can rejuvenate his career, if they can uh, get his confidence back up, if they can make him a better player, um, and if uh, you know that translates into um, yet another national team call up, and he actually makes a difference this time around. Uh, again, if you've listened to our previous podcast, you'll know that uh, I never believed that Jazzy Zardes uh, uh, deserved a national team call up, but if his uh, career rejuvenates and he finds his mojo and he, he, he corrects that first touch of his, you know, uh, you never know. Uh, he, he could be uh, an asset to the national team. Um, I wish him the best of luck. Uh, I have no ill will toward him. Um, you know, uh, the criticism is always there, but I'll criticize, uh, any other player that, um, that I feel merits it. Uh, this includes Landon Donovan. He was not untouchable in my eyes. So, um, you know, uh, the criticism of, of Jazzy Zardes, uh, had nothing to do with his, uh, his, uh, character or the type of person is, uh, that he was, or the fact that he was a, uh, a galaxy member. Uh, I do wish him the best in the future. And I hope that he doesn't uh, come back to torch us. <laughs> uh, well, we, we, the galaxy also uh, announced uh, yesterday at the beginning of training camp that uh, they essentially have signed Giassi's uh, replacement in Chris Pontius. Uh, he signs uh, uh, with LA as a free agent. Uh, he's a 30 year old, uh, probably a depth player on the wing. Um, he's going to probably be as productive as, Giassi was at a v fraction of the price. Um, I think this is, uh, you know, by all by all uh, accounts, he's a good locker room guy. So I think this is a good pickup for for the Galaxy. Definitely a depth guy. Uh, I hope that he's a good locker room guy. It looks like the the, uh, the Galaxy can use as many of those as possible. Um, as far as uh, on the field, 
uh, not really a big fan of his. Um, if he's going in there just to, like he said, just in there maybe to kill off a game, um, I, I don't really see him as a threat. I don't really see him as, um, I don't want to say a liability either, but uh, it's not a guy that screams, um, you know, a great signing to me. I just think it's it's there to fill a roster in. Uh, at 30 years old, you probably have another veteran uh, presence there, a guy who's been around the league. Um, so um, another guy that can possibly school the, the young newcomers that are coming in uh, into the league. Um, so not a, a completely horrible acquisition, but not one that's worth, um, you know, getting wet over either. So, uh, um, but, uh, like I said, uh, a veteran leadership, uh, that, that's always, uh, that's always good. Um, yeah. we have, uh, two draft picks coming in. Uh, I don't think they've officially been signed as of this recording, uh, do you know if they've officially been signed? Uh, I I believe that uh, I believe that one of them has signed. Um, uh, the um, Arce I believe yeah. has signed. Yeah, uh, was uh, it for a, the club? Right, Th- Thomas Hiller Arce. I think. Uh, yeah, his name I was. I think he's official. I'm not a hundred percent sure about the other kid. So let's go ahead and talk about him for a little bit. So during the super draft, obviously all eyes are on. Kamara on the Kamara trade at, at the, the during the, the uh, at the time that the Galaxy were gonna uh, make their draft pick and they had the second overall pick um, so they didn't have that much time um, people were thinking that they would trade that draft pick to Philadelphia who were looking to move up in the draft they were willing to trade allocation money in order to get it so obviously everyone was expecting uh, that trade to be done uh, it would have been a no-brainer in many uh, people's eyes uh, in order to get Kamara. Uh, and uh, I remember uh, I was in the car driving to work, and I'm on social media on the freeway driving and, you know, just awaiting uh, some sort of word uh, as to whether this trade would have happened. It never did. There was a timeout that was called. Nothing came out of it. So apparently the timeout was... um, the reason for the timeout was that LAFC kind of threw them a a bit of a curveball. They thought that LAFC was going to pick Odyssey. Mm -hmm. They did not. They went with uh, the the Portuguese guy. I don't know who he is, and I don't care. Yes, Joe, uh, sorry, Joao Schmo. Yeah, him. And uh, they uh, they kind of threw the Galaxy a curveball because they weren't expecting... Are said to be available when uh they uh when they when they uh when they were drafting something something so something so unexpected not even Pete could have fucked it up. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far because apparently during that timeout, uh, Siggy Schmidt, who was unable to attend the super draft, uh, he was uh battling the flu. He was in his hotel room. He was on the phone. Uh, keeping in contact with the other guys who did uh, attend the event. Well, they the timeout was about, I'm assuming, uh, who they should pick. Uh, they had a strategy as to who they were going to get as the number two pick, uh, assuming that Arce was going to be picked by LAFC. When he was made available, you know, other options arose. You know, can we trade uh, this draft pick now that, look, the number one uh projected pick is now still on the board mm-hmm. uh can we trade the draft pick now do we draft him do we trade him off a lot of options uh open up for the galaxy i'm not entirely sure who they would have picked um if he had gone uh as the number one pick but they ended up picking him uh defensive uh a defender from stanford who has i believe two ncaa championships yep if I recall correctly. So um, there's a reason why he was projected to be number one. And the Galaxy just had a fantastic day. Ended up getting the best overall player in the Super Draft, not having to give him up, and picking up uh, one of the best strikers that uh, MLS has to offer right now. So um, I said in the last podcast, if you're a Galaxy fan, you have every right uh, to feel happy, to feel excited, to feel optimistic, there's a rejuvenated sense of pride um, 
uh, in Galaxy Land and in rightly so. Uh, we're doing the the correct moves. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, it you know I kind of forgot what what this feels like um, to to sort of you know it goes back to the Bruce Arena days and you know when we when we signed uh, Omar and AJ uh, teammates and also back to back national champions. So having these two guys, although uh, one of them hasn't been signed yet. Um, bodes well and 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 on top of that we got Ola Kamara like you said so it's it's uh it really was a good day to be a galaxy fan the um, the, the interesting thing is is that in signing Ola Kamara you need an international spot the galaxy don't have an international spot Michael well, Ciani is still on the team well there are there are there's word from the galaxy that uh they're going to have a few players uh, get their green cards um, sorted out. So uh, I believe the government resumed work today uh, uh, as it was shut down since uh, Friday, I believe, right? Um, I, yeah, I think so. Um, and so, uh, so, so that can continue to move forward. Hopefully by the start of the season, uh, I believe Ola Kamara might be getting his green card and uh, another Galaxy player will be getting a green card. So it looks as though they will be they will not need to go out and buy an international spot, uh, although they probably should still dump Siani. Yeah, I uh, thought that would have been a no-brainer anyway. <laughs> Even if you didn't need the international spot, dump him anyway. Yeah. Why be on well, the team? Well, uh, he certainly got a, uh, a, a nice introduction by Rob Stone at the uh, Galaxy Jersey launch event, which we'll talk about next. Um, the Galaxy had their uh, their 2018 uh, Jersey launch event on Sunday at the uh, at Club Novo uh, in, in uh, LA Live, uh, right in the same uh, plaza as the Staples Center. Uh, I believe I had to pay uh, $16,000 for parking. Um, uh, it cost more than my car. <laughs> Uh, so they, they had the launch event on, uh, on, on Sunday night, uh, Ola Kamara unveiled to the fans. Uh, he got a huge ovation, I think probably equal to Gio, Gio and Jonah, um, which I found surprising to be quite honest. Uh, really? people were, yeah, people were very excited to, to, uh, see, to, to get Ola officially announced to the, to the crowd. Uh, every, you know, people had seen him amongst the crowd. Uh, they knew he was there. And uh, when when Rob Stone was making his introductions, I believe it was guys from ACB started uh, started chanting Ola. Um, I'm I'm actually very disappointed they didn't start going into uh, Lebouche's sweet dreams. Um, <laughs> if if. If uh, if that's not a chant when Ola Kamara scores, I'm going to be very very disappointed in the Riot Squad and ACB. Uh, I want to hear some Ola Ola. I want to hear some of that in the in the stadium whenever we uh, whenever the, he scores. Um, guys, uh, guys were on hand. Uh, Galaxy Legends. Um, I uh, I ran into Matt Reese and Edson Buttle. Uh, and, uh, and of course, uh, the galaxy legends that were there to, to, uh, model their Jersey, the old school jerseys, uh, of course, Kobe Jones and, uh, Mauricio Cienfuegos, uh, Gato Hartman, Lalas, Pescadito, and of course the legendary Mike McGee. Um, I had a chance to talk with both Pescadito and Mike McGee, although it was, uh, unfortunately off mic. I was, uh, new to the whole media thing. And I did not think to bring out a microphone while I was talking to these guys. Um, I did get a chance to, to uh, I, I, I waited. Actually, I saw Pescadito and I waited until he was done showing off his MLS Cup trophy. Um, as, I, uh, as I waited, he was showing the guests that he was with. Uh, he took him over to the, to the 2002 Cup and he says, he, and, and he was saying to them, he goes, see this one? This one's mine. <laughs> it is and, and it I told is. him I said damn right that one's yours that was one of the best moments uh, that I of my galaxy fandom um, that ugly face that he makes uh, after he scores that goal was was one of my favorite memories uh, you know I told him I told him obviously he told him about the pod told him that the three of us are uh, all half Guatemalan 
Um, he was, uh, he was, he was very excited to hear that. Um, and I told him that, uh, that, you know, one of my favorite things, uh, that I've heard th- this year is his story about his life, uh, that he told on, uh, on extra time radio. And so he was talking to me a little bit about that and how, you know, that's, it's, it was just the way it was for him, uh, growing up and, and he did everything he could to be a winner. He, he used all his tools and, you know, it was the elbows, the, the cheating, the diving and, and just, you know, the hard work and putting in, putting in all the, all, all the stuff together to, uh, to be a winner. And I mean, the guy, look what the guy accomplished in his career. Um, By the way, if I, uh, you are a galaxy fan and if you're listening to this, I know you are, you need to listen to that interview, uh, on uh, extra time radio. It is an absolutely, uh, fantastic listen um i had the utmost respect for that guy and somehow it doubled after <laughs> i uh i listened to that it's uh it's a great story um i wish uh i wish more american kids had similar stories to that um as far as the uh the trials the the um everything that he had to go through um just it's um it's very inspiring. Yeah, uh, I've, it, it, sorry, I've already I've already started locking the kids in the house and uh, and going to work, uh, <laughs> in, in the hopes in the hopes that the one day they would surprise me that they've been going to uh, uh, trials for six months. <laughs> um, sounded uh, it's funny because uh, I you're over at the launch party, I'm at work. Uh, so, uh, I, I can't say I, I wasn't a little jealous <laughs> and, uh, I, I get home and I, I tell my girlfriend, like, so David's over there. He got his media pass. Good for fucking him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I go change the baby's diaper. <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, yeah, there, there was a little bit of jealousy there. Um, you sending all the pictures in and I was just like, okay, all right. You can stop now. Well, well, <laughs> I got to I, I got to tell you that um, it was very much a fly by the seat of my pants uh, lead up to to getting in there. Um, I had I had emailed the Galaxy Communication Department uh, asking for a media pass. I never got a response back from them. I, I figured, you know, that was part for the courses. We're just the lowly little uh, fan fan podcast. Uh, but uh, luckily, one of my coworkers who is a season ticket holder, uh, uh, RSVP'd and added me as his guest. So uh, I showed up and parked in LA Live, which I don't know why I did that, but I'm glad now that I did. Um, he, um, as I was walking up to the lobby, and I, and, and you know what's funny, Lewis, is that I made a conscious effort not to wear Galaxy gear. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to try and convince, if I'm going to try to get in as a media person, I can't be decked out in Galaxy gear. I have to look professional. Uh, obviously, I'm, I, I don't know any media people. Um, so I show up, and uh, and who's walking right next to me is uh, Josh Gessman of Corner of the Galaxy and uh, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. Um, and Josh sees me, and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, oh, hi. Oh, my God. Hey. And so I was, uh, I was super stoked to see them. And I, so I started talking to them, and I thought – I'm just going to follow until they uh, shush me away. So I'm just going to go along with them. I went with them. Uh, I, I introduced, uh, or Josh, uh, with the, at the prompt of Larry Morgan introduced me to some, uh, some galaxy FO people. Um, they went to go check in their media badges and, uh, and I walked up and I said, Hey, you know, I gave him my name. I told them, uh, the communications guy was supposed to put me on the list, but I don't know if he did. And, uh, luckily, they just wrote me in and, uh, and off I went. And at that point I was just like, okay, I'm in the door. I have my pass. I have no idea what I'm going to do now. Like I really was shitting it. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to do? I have no idea what to do. What, to do. So I what are you talking about? We, we, we do a podcast every week and that's the exact <laughs> format that we follow week in and week out for 96 weeks, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. It was just, it was the, uh, it was the shiny uh, moment and and I do have to say I ha- I have to I have to put it out there first of all uh, a thank you to to Josh for not like you know getting me to tell tell me to scram 
um, and, uh, and and let me uh, tag along and act like I belong there. But but more so, uh, Larry Morgan, who throughout the night would come over and uh, you know either complain about the prices of the beer or you know if he'd see me all by myself or or outside of the media area, he'd kind of motion over to me like, "Hey, you're supposed to be over here, man. Come on, come on." And uh, and so he was nudging me along. I I will never forget that. Uh, even if that's the only media access that I ever get ever in my life, uh, that was super memorable. So I was I was glad to be there and and do that. And uh, also, uh, I ran into uh, Ariel Castillo uh, of MLSsoccer dot com and uh, Snapchat fame. Uh, I I did get a chance to talk to her and and. Uh, and let her know that uh, I wasn't just some creepy dude that was stalking her on on Twitter. I actually wanted to interview her for for our podcast. You can be a little bit of both. <laughs> um, and uh, and she was super cool. Uh, so I was I was I was thankful for that. And and of course she said she would be on our podcast. So uh, hopefully we'll get that lined up soon. Um, Lewis, I don't know if uh, you want me to reveal this now or if it should be. For later, but we might get her to play a certain game, uh, at least for the the first week of the season. Ah, oh, I'll get the twister board ready. That's right. We're gonna play <laughs> Stratego. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Galaxy also unveiled their since '96 marketing campaign. Uh, they debuted the new home jersey, which is very similar to the 2006 home jersey. Uh, the one that was in beautiful mustard yellow. I don't know if you remember that one with a thick green sash. Uh, yeah, this... I have a, I have a, I have the shirt with the big Unical logo in the back of it. Oh, there you go. I have, I have the jersey with the Budweiser uh, emblem on the back. Best, uh, as I... as much as I don't like Budweiser as a beer, best logo in MLS, best sponsor in MLS. I think that was one of the few jerseys. Uh, or at least that era of the mustard color that I didn't get. I think I got like the other ones. Oh, minus the minus the first year jersey, which I was 15 God. years old. I had no job, I, and so uh, I, I couldn't convince my uh, my dad to buy me a, an expensive jersey at the time. I was um, I was telling the guys Rob Stone made fun of uh, Kobe Jones for for because he Kobe Jones came out wearing that jersey. Uh, apparently, it was his jersey from his playing days. Um, Rob Stone mentioned that Kobe Jones put on some pounds and uh, it still fit really loose on him. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you remember those like early nineties or mid nineties uh, jer- soccer oh. jerseys all over. Oh, They're yeah. like super baggy. Oh yeah. Oh, like that, that three was sizes a, that too big. Times. I remember watching soccer in that era uh, with the big shorts and the baggy shirts. And then when you saw clips of like the eighties, when they're all in like these like butt huggers and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it was just like really funny, and now it looks like, um, yeah, you, you look back at that, and you're like, what the hell were we thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing. And I'm sure we'll look back at this area and go, Ugh. oh, of course, uh, of course. One one thing I do have to say about the new the new ad campaign, I really love it. Like it it's got me really hyped for the season. Um, I I like the I like the color scheme. I like the look. I, I like I like everything about the new ad campaign. Yeah, uh, and it seems that a lot of people are actually on board with it. Uh, it, it. It does seem to... It strikes a chord. It, 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 exactly, exactly. It's exactly where I was going to go with that. It, it does, if you are a true fan of the LA Galaxy, you know what that means. You are one of the originals. You are, um, we're one of the teams that sets the the standard for the rest of the league and and we take that so seriously that we set the standard for the low point last season goddamn it we're <laughs> going to go we gotta cover, through we got to cover all the bases yes we do um but no it, it, it's also um it 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 also pulled us at least at least for me personally it did a couple things for one it, it pulled me back i mean after such a a horrible 2017 a season that i wish had never happened um with everything that the Galaxy have been doing this offseason, which is, like we said, have been a grand slam, um, to come out with this ad campaign, this Since 96 campaign, it gave you that, you know, it reminded me, like, dude, you are the LA Galaxy. You had a slip up. You're still here. You've always been here, and you always will be here. And it, again, 
it reminded us of, dude, we're five-time MLS Cup champs. And I know all of last season, that was kind of the joke. Um, That was the whole, this is what the front office has, and that's all they have, and that's what they're banking on. They're not doing anything about it. They pretty much said the same thing, but in a different way, and in a way that resonated with people, especially after uh, such a, um, a horrible season uh, last year. And I think that uh, the marketing team did a fantastic job, and they themselves uh, hit a grand slam with this ad campaign. It's also, I believe, a knock on that other team uh, to say, hey, you know what? You're the, the nice, shiny new toy, but uh, we've been doing this for a long time. Don't worry about it. Don't, we'll be fine. One of, my, one of my favorite things about that other team is uh, there, there's a, a scarf that got unveiled, um, and, and the scarf said, there's only one team in L.A., um, and I laughed because I was like, hey, that's what Galaxy fans used to sing to Chivas. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, so, that, so, that's cute. So so the, the funny thing is, is that um, ironically, just this morning, someone had mentioned um, the uh, the new team. And they're like, you know, and, and they're not MLS savvy. They're not going to know uh, too much. And they asked me, so like, well, you know, where's this new team? I was like, oh, no, it, it's just Chivas. I'm like, oh. No, it says LAFC. Like, no, no, no. They're, they're Chivas. They're, they are the team formerly known as Chivas. They they went away for three years, got themselves, you know, uh, 22,000 owners and came back and did a fresh paint job and called themselves a new team. But sticking feathers up your ass does not make you a chicken. You're still <laughs> Chivas USA. So, well, they, you, you know, know, they got, they got, let's see, Juan Pablo Angel. Uh, they got Bob Bradley. Uh Anybody seen Chalice? I don't know if he's around. Uh, Jesse Marsh. Now he's still in New York. Uh, they almost Kleshen. they almost got <laughs> Sasha Kleshen. They almost got <laughs> almost got Sasha Kleshen. Yeah, they, I mean it, it, it's just funny how the, the, their whole thing is. I'm, I'm, we're not Chivas USA. If you have to constantly say we're not Chivas USA, guess what? You're Chivas USA. <laughs> well, you know. Back to. Back to the good, back to the good team. Back to the yeah, team yeah, yeah. that encompasses all of Los Angeles, not just the one little tiny section of it. Um, I'm, I'm the, this since '96 campaign really. You're right. It brought me back. It, 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 it made me feel pride to support this club again. Um, I'm, I'm very excited, and and you know, just like every, just like every team it, at the beginning of the season, everybody gets to hit the reset button. Uh, nobody is better or worse than they were b- the year before. Um, everybody's at zero, so we get to we get to come out. Uh, we have a a very very nice new jersey. Uh, we have that big gold star above our crest uh, that signifies the five cups that we've won, uh, and we have a very very good, uh, well built built team and a young team. Uh, so I'm I'm very excited. Uh, Siggy, Siggy did um, talk about the expectations that they have uh, uh, for this year. And, uh, of course, he said uh, they obviously don't want to play a season like last year. Uh, they wanted to create some depth and add some players. Uh, and he dropped, a little, he dropped a little nugget. He said they may not be 100% done yet. And I don't think he was talking about Chris Pontius. <laughs> um, no, it, it, uh, it the, the funny thing is, is when we were talking last week, we we're talking about um, signing Ola Kamara. That was a, a that was a missing piece. Uh, Rodrigo Aguirre was also the other uh, rumored guy to have um, uh, been on the radar. And we talked about what it could possibly mean if uh, both strikers were to um, sign uh, with the Galaxy. And we went over uh, what that means and what. Um, what uh, what possible starting lineups uh you would have um uh, if you were to do that? Well, it, it turns out that uh the other position may actually be um a striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, just earlier today, I heard that uh Rodrigo Aguirre may still be kind of floating around there. It's 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 still floating, so. We'll see. Obviously, probably as soon as we hit uh, stop on this record, 
uh, they'll announce that Rodrigo Aguirre signed with. Uh, no, actually, um, uh, uh, it appears that, uh, and again, in, uh, we, uh, compliments of our good friend, Madam Serrano, it appears that he's either going to Ecuador's Emelec or Brazil's Palmeiras. Those are the two destinations. Um, I was actually talking about um, Aston Villa striker Ross McCormack. Ah, that guy. McCormick. Yes, that guy. Yes. I, 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 I don't know who that guy is. Um, so he's... Uh, he's Time to uh, get on FIFA. Uh, yeah, exactly. As, Aston Villa, uh, he's currently on loan to Melbourne. His uh, contract or his loan uh, contract expires this Friday. So he's going to go right back to Austin Villa. And apparently they're uh, eager to just quickly loan him back out again somewhere. And the Galaxy is one of those targets. There are two other MLS teams that are interested in him. And I cannot remember for the life of me who they are. I want to say one of them is Colorado. And the other one, I'm not sure. I want to say DC United, but that doesn't sound right. Um, but apparently the Galaxy are looking into this uh, 31-year-old striker. Again, uh, if if this guy comes in on loan, uh, definitely a depth guy, definitely a guy that uh, is going to be there maybe to partner with Ola Kamara, maybe to uh, come in for Ola Kamara. Um, but I don't think there's any doubt that Ola's Ola's the number one uh, starter here. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, unfortunately, uh, uh, you know, we don't know uh, much. Of- I gotta, I mean, I, I gotta figure that who Siggy was talking about. He may not have dropped, you know, a name or uh, it certainly isn't going to be a big name. Uh, we have no DP spots, but I had to figure it had to be another striker. We have Kamara, we have Lasseter, and we have Jameson. That's it. Yeah. I think that they, uh, the they need one more striker, and uh, by all accounts, uh, if this uh, Ross McCormack uh, rumor is to be true, it ma- it would make sense to me. Um, I uh, I had to have imagined that you would want at least four strikers on team, um, especially since uh, uh, the two guys backing up Kamara are pretty much still you know, young guys that are coming off that Galaxy 2 um, Galaxy two team. So they're kind of in between. I think Jameson is probably the better of the two. Lasseter is still unproven. Um, but he's kind of in between that, you know, the Galaxy or Galaxy 2. Uh, we, he's, we saw him very sporadically uh, last season. We saw him in the beginning of the season and then did not play the rest of the way for the, uh, for the most part. So um, it's a guy who still needs to prove that he belongs. Um, so yeah, it looks like the 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 striker, even with Kamara, it was still pretty thin. Because yeah. if Kamara goes down, knock on wood, Jeez. you know, come on, uh, you have doing? to use Lasseter or Jameson, and you're right back to where you were at the start of preseason. So signing this guy um, probably makes sense. Yeah, um, we have we have. Uh... We have a lot to look forward to. That's for sure. Uh, that's that's what I'm getting out of out of the message, and and you know this is this is more than than the sort of just fake words that uh, that Klein gave us last year uh, mid season. Um, I I believe it. And one thing that Siggy did say um, to the fans was that you know uh, the fans need to come out. They need to give the support. Uh, because that's what makes the team the team thrive, uh, and uh, and he promised uh, that f- uh, every game uh, they'll never shortchange the fans. Uh, they're going to give everything they have every game. So that's that's something that I think that's a that's something that the fans can certainly hold uh, Siggy and the team to uh, every game if they can if they can find a way to to sort of bring in that support, be loud, be, be boisterous, uh, in the stadium, create an atmosphere for these players to play in. Um, you know, this is, this is only going to make the experience that much better. Well, this is something that, um, I mean, it goes hand in hand. Uh, the, the fans make, uh, the players better and in turn the players make the fans more, uh, you know, uh, passionate uh, in return. Um, and, the Galaxy have done that. They rejuvenated the fan base. They're excited um, about this season, uh, about what uh, could possibly uh, happen 
they want a sense of, uh, you know, they, they want a mulligan pretty much. And um, it, it seems that they're going to get, um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but <laughs> we talked about it last week. We talked about, uh, you asked me, you know, what do you see in this team? Now that Kamara is officially here, um, I said, this is definitely a playoff team. And now, and I said, you can sneak into one of the top three spots. I think you're probably looking at the top three spots as a minimum um, goal this year. And I think that they are, um, if you had asked me right now, I think they might be dark horses for an MLS Cup run. Um, again, we'd have to see um, if uh, these guys uh, can play well together. But there is a rejuvenated sense of pride and excitement in the uh, fan base. And that was uh, obviously brought on by what the organization has done with their Since 96 campaign, with the acquisitions that they made in the offseason. Um, and in turn, we're going to go out. I, I can all but guarantee that season opener is going to be sold out and it's going to be electric. And uh, yep. I know that the fan base is going to be, they're looking forward to it. They cannot wait uh, for March 4th to get here. I know I can't. Um, I, I'm i going to be there. Uh, and I I cannot wait. It's a, it's a noon game. I'm probably going to be at the StubHub Center. I'm going to try to get there at 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah gonna, I mean, like, if, uh, if, if nothing else, uh, Eliezer House will try and uh and and be there and and set up uh set up a little uh tailgate going um you know who knows it's it's uh it's still it for me it's a little over a month away because february is so short but it still seems really far away i mean yeah we still have a few preseason games to look at we get to see what this team is going to be like and get us uh, uh, you know, hyped up for that for that uh, that opening day. I'm so excited, Lewis. I I I really am. Like I'm, I'll tell you how excited I am, Lewis. I was considering renewing. Well, I, I know. Uh, hold on, I can hold see on. Your nipples from here. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That that that's you. That's normal. Uh, <laughs> I almost considered renewing my season tickets. Oh, that's actually kind I, of a sad thing to say, I, I, but I understand why you're saying that. I, I may yet right? still. Uh, I I did, I did see my rep, my former rep from afar, uh, at the at the uh, at the event. Uh, I did not speak to him. Um, but you know, uh, I, it, it's it sounds weird to say, but if if you're not in the loop or if you've forgotten, uh, David had I had an a bad issue. breakup. I had a bad breakup with yeah. my season ticket rep. Yeah, uh, he, he David was all on board to renew his season tickets. All the guy had to do was call him, reach out to I him. Had the he money in my out. hand. Yeah, uh, he was ready to go, and the guy never got back to him. And David just said, "Okay, well then, there it is." And you got to remember, this was at a, at a time when um, we hadn't signed a striker. <laughs> when we had a side of striker, um, it was 2017. Uh, a lot of uh, negativity going around the club, uh, the organization, the fans. Uh, it, it was a time where people were not renewing. Uh, it was at the, the height of the uh, I'm not renewing. Uh, if this continues, I'm still going to be a fan, but I'm not going to spend my money. Uh, so David was definitely a part of that after being treated like, okay, well, if you don't want my money, then I'm just not going to give it to you. I was, uh, but to be honest with you, Lewis, I was treated like a like a Mexican American kid trying to decide whether or not I was going to play for. I would say too soon, but no, I would have used the exact same analogy. Yeah, that's that's how I was treated. All right, there you go. Um, uh, except you're not except you're not choosing the other team, are you? No, no. Okay. Uh, in, in this case, uh, Mexico was occasionally going to games and watching the rest on TV. Uh, speaking of watching the games on TV, Spectrum Sportsnet and Spectrum Deportes has announced their schedule. Uh, they're going to broadcast 21 games uh, this season, 9 at home and 11 away. Uh, the first game is on March 11th uh, versus the NYCFC at 2 p.m. Spectrum Sportsnet, if you're listening to us, we are LASRHouse at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hire us, uh, we're available for parties. <laughs> And uh, yeah. and and I may not be as good looking as Clint uh, Mathis, but I uh, certainly have uh, 
the same amount of hot takes as he does. <laughs> yes, to everything he just said. <laughs> uh, one one last thing, uh, galaxy re- galaxy related before we go galaxy adjacent, Lewis. Uh, as as you mentioned, pre preseason camp began. Um, I was uh, uh, Sebastian Legette was showing off the uh, the the New Jersey to the media and uh, answering some questions. Uh, Josh Gessman, ever the pro, was asking all of them. Uh, and uh, and one of the things that he uh, brought up was uh, you know Legette is now healthy, which uh, which made Legette you know uh, smile and and really happy to hear. And uh, and and he said that uh, he was gonna have to wait and see see if the doctor if the training uh, staff cleared him to uh, to participate in practice. And it looks like he has been participating in regular training. Uh, so Sebastian Legette back on the field soon, Du Bois. I can't wait to see him on the field. Yeah, that that's definitely some good news, uh, both to him and uh, every Galaxy fan out there who missed him last season. Because uh, God knows we sure could have used him. Um, this year coming up, obviously, as I said, the, the question is, can this team stay healthy? So we uh, we're gonna keep an eye on Legit. We're gonna see if um, he has fully recovered, if he's back to where he was uh, in 2017 before his injury. He, he was on the verge of having a um, the best uh, year of his entire career. Um, scored his first goal for the national team in a World Cup qualifier and went down immediately after. Um, so uh, it was uh, just horribly tragic. Um, that was 2017 in a nutshell if you were a Galaxy fan. Um, so it, it's something to keep an eye on. It's something um, that uh, you're very uh, happy to hear that he's back uh, at training at full strength. Um, and the guy looks like, I mean, the guy is thin as hell, man. That, that guy is. Yeah, um, he, he is. Uh, he looked a little a little trim. Um, I had uh, people asking me on Twitter whether or not that meant the, the either the jerseys were a little looser fitting uh, to uh, accommodate for some uh, fans beer bellies here, uh, myself included. Or if uh, Legette was looking really, really thin, and uh, he he was. I mean, you know, obviously he's fit. He's a fit dude. But uh, my guess is that he thinned out a little bit and lost some muscle mass uh, in the time that he was off. Obviously, uh, you know, not able to do maybe not a lot of lifting, uh, not a lot of training while his foot ligaments recovered. Right. And I, and I think that was uh, to be expected. And uh, obviously, without saying that, that's what preseason is for. You're trying to get back into form, trying to get back into shape um, and be ready to go uh, come March 4th. Um, and we uh, we really hope to see him there. He, he's one of the guys that, uh, at least for me personally, one of the guys that I look forward to seeing uh, this season. Um, along with, uh, you know, Kamara and the rest of the new uh, acquisitions. Absolutely. So uh, let's move on to some galaxy adjacent news. Uh, the 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 Dos Bros, the Los Dos Bros uh, brothers, uh, Jonathan and, and uh, Gio, were called into uh, Mexico camp. Uh, they will play. They will uh, be in camp uh, for the game against Bosnia on January thirty first. Obviously. Um, they are trying to get on the World Cup squad for uh, one color Osorio. Um, we hope they don't get hurt. Right, right, exactly. And that's again, it, it goes. You're hoping that the uh, th- this team stays healthy. It doesn't matter uh, who it's from. We just uh, we don't want to see that anymore. Um, it, it is to be expected that these two players are going to be uh, out uh, this summer while they're in Russia. Um, that. I assume is part of the uh, contingency plan and Siggy should be prepared for it, uh, that they're going to be uh, a shorthanded for at least what, a month and a half, two months, more or less. Um, yeah. So yeah. obviously you're building the roster uh, with that in mind and uh, knowing full well that Mexico is going to have friendlies uh, leading up to, uh, to the World Cup. So um, it's something that shouldn't surprise us. It's, it's something that we shouldn't be upset about. Um, it is uh, fully expected. Uh, I'm sure the coaching staff fully expects it. I'm sure their uh, 
their uh, game plan, their strategy uh, does revolve around uh, them uh, leaving the team from time to time for national team duty. Uh, but yes, the, the the concern for the fans and the coaching staff as well is that they come back unscathed. Right. Um, there's I mean, there's always a possibility, and you have to imagine that. I I want to say it's more like two months that they might be gone because. Even after the World Cup, depending on how Mexico does, they the Galaxy might give them a break after after uh, they come back. Uh, those guys will obviously be spent um, mentally uh, after after the World Cup. So um, so maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll help them rejuvenate and get ready for the the playoff push after they get back from the World Cup. Yeah, Ryan, that's around the time that MLS actually you know starts. So a uh, very important time around August when the uh, the playoff position actually uh, starts to take fold. Uh, the last place team just go ahead, moves up to the first yeah. place and um, all the way on to the MLS Cup. Um, but um, I, I, the, the, the thing that I, I do want to comment on the uh, those Bros brothers, um, it, it seems that they are, at least they're saying the correct things, that they're ready to work that they uh they want to put 2017 behind them um they uh they'll they'll learn from it and use that uh as motivation going forward obviously in a world cup year i think that should add a little extra motivation uh for them as well to to uh make the squad uh, it's not a guarantee that they will be there so they are still pretty much auditioning uh for the team so that should give them a little extra motivation um as well um it, it it does look like they're ready to uh, start fresh. Everyone deserves a, a fresh start. Uh, they're no different. Uh, I, I will give them the the benefit, or at least more Geo than Jonah, the benefit of the doubt. Um, and with these new signings and a new sense, like I said, a new uh, rejuvenated team, um, I, I gotta imagine that the players feel it as well. So uh, hopefully, this is the the spark that Geo needs. Kamara is the player that Gio needs that that will uh, push him and make him the better player, um, a la 2016. Yeah. <laughs> a la 2016, it, indeed. Um, uh, I think is that going to do it for for this week, Lewis? Uh, we that's I think that's all the Galaxy stuff. Obviously, um, uh, the second half of our show is usually MLS recap. Um, there's no MLS recap to have here. Well, there, there, there's. I, I will be honest. I haven't really been paying attention to uh, any other acquisition, with the exception of Atlanta, because you know I always have one eye on that team. Yeah, yeah, I have one eye on that team. Um, but uh, other than that, I haven't really been paying attention, or at least to the point where I can remember uh, who's signing who. Um, obviously, I still keep track of it, but not enough to like stick in my memory. Um, we'll talk about more of the. Uh, uh, about the other teams and their expectations as the season gets closer. I know we'll have a, uh, we'll do um, a preview show, you know, not, not a prediction show, but we'll say, you know, uh, playoff bound or not playoff bound. And, you know, uh, we'll have David, um, pretty much a jinx Orlando again <laughs> in their quest for a playoff spot. Um, but, uh, dark, you know, dark we'll, we'll do that now, a little course. further, uh, along into the preseason. Um, but as far as Galaxy, the, the Galaxy is concerned, uh, I think we've said everything that we needed to say. Um, we're we're excited. We can't wait to get uh, the season started. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, everything is uh, turning up roses for, for the Galaxy this season. Uh, complete, at least as of right now, it's a complete 180, which is uh, always welcome news. I, I feel like this is that moment in uh, in Game of Thrones where where uh, the character, you know, whatever, you know, you name it, character is like, you know, I think things are going to be all right. <laughs> and then, uh, then you know, <laughs> and then and, and then I think we all know what happens. All, all you Game of Thrones fans know exactly what happens after that. Uh, so, uh, you know, no, don't don't ever get hopeful in Game of Thrones in that universe. Uh, West, the hope is a dangerous thing in Westeros. Uh, all right. Well, with that, guys, uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, we will be recording a penalty show, so be on the lookout for that later in the week. Uh, Lewis, do you have anything else? 
Uh, nope, that's about it. Thank you for listening, guys, and thank you once again uh, for uh, the donations. Uh, yes, very much. Please uh, continue to retweet that uh, message. Uh, I know Bobby is uh, is he's here with us in spirit, and hopefully he'll be back very soon. If not, we will keep going. Uh, because there's lots to talk about. Uh, but uh, Bobby, uh, if you listen to this eventually, we love you, buddy. We're you're you're with us in spirit. All right, everybody. Good night. Have a good night, guys. Uh, and uh, and of course for Bobby. Later's. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.